Okay, friends. This is my second pick for the 6.30 Ched this morning mixtape. And, of course, it's uh, Wild Things from X, not from the Trogs. Uh, and that goes back <laughs> go. to um, Major Old League. School. You remember yeah. when the baseball film Charlie Sheen, yeah. every time he walked out, uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn, that was his uh, tune that he came out onto the field to. So Wild Thing by X. So that's our theme today for the uh, Friday morning <laughs> mixtape, this morning mixtape. It's uh, sports-related songs, uh, whatever we had decided to crank up. Sometimes it's about a song that just gets you cranked up for a game. Sometimes it's about the game itself, and we're all cranked up for a home opener on Sunday. I can't think of anybody who would be more cranked up for that home <laughs> opener on Sunday because it has been so long. And the head coach and general manager of your Edmonton Elks, Chris Jones, joining us this morning. How you doing, Coach? Well, good morning. How are y'all doing? Oh. Good. We're, good. We're hanging out in your world and having a blast. So there you go. So, Coach, let's start. We, we started this by talking music. What music do you listen to to get pumped up to a, for a game? Well, believe it or not, I, I sound like I'm from the middle of nowhere in the country, but I like rap. I'm a, I'm a rap guy. Mm-hmm. I told we I played the clip from uh, from the Elks this week show. We were talking about the concert. Oh, he's a guy from the South who doesn't mm-hmm. like country, which, well, like I said to you on the night, uh, it's the southern guys. It's country and football, right? But yeah. you're a little, uh, you're a little football, well, but you like rap. And have my my first cousin. He writes music in Nashville. That's what that's his job. So uh, huh. he uh, he writes for all kind of big big artists. So it's so uh, it's who's, pretty interesting. Who's your favorite? What do you like to listen to most? Oh, I mean, I, it's a wide variety. I like a lot of the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's uh, East Coast, West in, Coast, West Coast. Doctor Dre, I like Doctor Dre. I think he's, I think he was extremely talented. Mm-hmm. Of course, yep. Eminem is very good. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, a lot of the new stuff, you know, it's uh, it all. A lot of it sounds the same. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting older. Oh, I don't know the music <laughs> these days. Kids, sounds exactly the same. How do you like the uh, music in the dressing room? The- players pick you know what this year seems a little bit more uh more balanced than what it was last <laughs> year you know it's uh i, I don't like I say I, I try to stay out of that because sometimes that can become very political you know who <laughs> mm-hmm. gets to play the music you know yeah. coach what is it like for you um you know you, you've been here you were here did very well you, you left you've you've come back what is it like walking in here every morning well i mean again I, like i just said a little while ago i don't ever go to work you know, I get here early in the morning, between four and four thirty every day, and and stay here till eight or nine at night. You know, I mean, this is uh, this is what I do. You know, I mean, uh, it's twenty four seven football for you know seven months out of the year, and getting ready for you know you put eighty hours in for for one thing, and that's on game day. You know, and and uh, like I tell the players, when I walk in that locker room and I can see happy faces, that's 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 when I know I've done my job, and uh, that's when I feel the best about myself. And that's about creating a culture. Uh, but sometimes, you know, does a culture – do you create the culture, or how does that uh, get I, created? I think, it's, I think it's more, you know, the players, you know, that you that you choose. You know, I certainly, you know, I have a big part in who we bring in, but then the players themselves have to kind of mold – who they're going to be and um you know all the great teams that i've been around i mean and i've been around some awful good ones uh you you don't you don't win as many games as what we have without having tremendous players it all comes down to how good your players are and the and the culture they create i wanted to ask you about something there was an article that came out uh, yesterday and in it 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 starts by saying move over spider-man the edmonton edmonton elks have entered the multiverse they must have how on earth can anyone explain what happened to Chris Jones 
the crotchety, ornery, winning-is-everything head coach who first <laughs> arrived in Edmonton back in 2014. But things have changed, saying, you know, much more um, comfortable with the media, willing to take time. The mean tweets that we saw this week. What do you say to that, which is great. Um, what what change has that been for uh, you? You know, I, I'm willing to do anything for the organization. I, I'll do anything. I, I told the, the Rotary Club the other day, anything – and I truly mean it, you know, anything I can do for the community, anything I can do for the organization, that's that's what I'm here for, you know. I mean, I, I certainly we want to win football games, but anything I need to do, uh, extraneous things that need to be done, uh, I'm willing to do them, and it's just a matter of letting me know. <laughs> I'm not overly approachable, but, you know. I, I just want to add to that, too, Chris. I was here in 14 and 15 when you were here the first time, and you weren't old and crotchety back then. Yeah. Uh, you It was your first time as a head coach. You were learning at that stage in 14 and 15. You've been around the game forever, but it's your first time as a head coach. How are you different now as a head coach as you were back in 14 and 15? Well, I, I think I'm a little more patient with the players. Uh, now, they might not say that, but I, I feel like I'm a little, a little more patient with the players. Uh, you know, we uh, – it, it very much – very very different, very, very much the same. I mean, the goals and everything are, haven't changed. I mean, we uh, – we have a certain way that we're going to do things. We're going to we're going to compete hard. We're going to work hard, and uh, you know that's the way that that I've always felt like I've you know I learned from my granddaddy. I mean, he was a coal miner and he was a hard worker and worked you know seven days a week, and that's uh, that's kind of what we're going to do. And if you don't like that, then it's probably not the place for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play the cards you're dealt. Uh, that schedule has you waiting for two weeks since your last <laughs> game, which was a preseason game, uh, and you know that the, I think you. you guys put pressure on yourselves because you do that every time you want to win right but but does it get ramped up when you have to sit and wait for that opportunity to get on the field and play the game for real yeah i mean it was no no more evident than last night you know watching the season opener i mean here we haven't played for however many days as it's been you know and and i'm worse than the players i'm ready to get to game day yeah. i mean these guys are ready to play and we still have uh, today's prep tomorrow's prep just to get to game day you know and and uh, and I think that's one of the things that that, uh, that I still am trying to perfect is how do I get them to the game, the freshest I can get them, the strongest, the most prepared. I'm I'm still you know trying to perfect that. You was it mentioned earlier that you get here between four and four four thirty. You don't leave till eight 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 thirty. What does your day look like? Uh, well, I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of people would say it's pretty boring. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all my clothes are in this locker room in here, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you, you get here, you get a workout in and, uh, and then you go up and you watch the previous day's film that you've already watched once. You go watch it again, <laughs> see if there's something that you missed, you know, then you look at your opponent film on both, you know, both sides or all three sides of the football. And, and then, uh, and then the coaches usually come in somewhere around, uh, five between five and six, they're all here, and uh, and then you start planning the day and any tweaks to the practice schedule. You know, Marcus Howell last night's texting me saying that we need we need to go against each other in red zone Skelly today. You know, so <laughs> he's the, you know, and I'm giving him a hard time this morning when he gets here that he could care less about the run game. All he cares about <laughs> is the pass game. You know, so all but, the glory. Uh, you know, but that's kind of what you do. You know, and then. You uh, you go into your meetings and 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 uh, then you get to the practice field, come back off, watch film again. Start it's a lot out. of film. It's How many hours of film? film? How many hours of film do you watch in a day? Do you think? You know, I I don't know. Probably I don't know. Probably four or five. Four yeah. or five.
it's it's what it consists of. You know, you you video everything, and that's what's the beautiful thing is, you know, the cameras used to be great big, and and uh, you know now they've got smaller cameras that you can you can have ground level. You can have there's tons of opportunities to sit there and see what you've done and make tweaks uh, on the airs. And and the players too. I was talking to Andrew Garnett this week, and he was talking about him watching video and what he watches for and what he does, and it's so technology is so great like i remember a guy telling me once he's in line at the grocery store he pulls up his phone and starts Mm -hmm. watching tape while he's waiting it's just right there for him and if you can do it easily they'll do it more and more and more we have the ability to send the practice film out to these guys uh, mobile devices so that you know as soon as practice is over and it's in our system then we can shoot it out come come a long way since those big (laughs) reel-to-reel recorders (laughs) eh? Uh, coach stick around we need to take a quick commercial break we've also been giving away tickets by getting people to replicate an elk's call (laughs) it's been both hilarious and painful all at the same time (laughs) two more can you hang out a couple more minutes with us yes awesome thank you quick break back with coach chris jones 717 on a beautiful Friday morning as we broadcast live from a field level at Commonwealth Stadium ahead of your Edmonton Elks home opener on Sunday. Game time, 5 o'clock against uh, the Rough Riders. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait for the game. We just heard Coach Jones saying we can't get chomping at the bit to get to the game. He's uh, been kind enough to stick around a few more minutes with us because we do have a contest. Yep. And then we have a couple more questions for Coach. Uh, so call in now if you haven't heard it. We're getting you to replicate an Elks call. For your opportunity to win a four-pack of tickets and a little swag bag extra as well. Uh, all you have to do is give it your best effort. Make the effort, and you're going to win the tickets. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. So 780-496-0063. While we're waiting for phone calls to come in, we can chat a little bit more with uh, the coach. And I actually said, you know, it's coach. He's also GM. <laughs> but when you're coming up to a game, do you worry more about coach than you do GM? Well, I mean, uh, the GM role – when you start the football game, I mean, that that's pretty much uh, done until after the game. Yeah. Every game, you're going to have injuries, you're going to have, and you've got to have answers to those injuries and that type of thing. So uh, that, that role will start again as soon as the game is over, setting the roster for the following week. And, uh, and you kind of stay a week of ahead. You already kind of know what moves you're going to make and that type of thing. But, but uh, I mean, the GM role pretty much stops when the game starts and then starts right back up again as soon as the game's over. Talked about watching film. Uh, you watched the game last night. Uh, how is it when you – How? what are you thinking when you're watching a game on TV? Are you a fan or are you watching it as a coach and saying, oh, they should have done that, they should have done this? I try to do both, you know. I mean, uh, I went down yesterday. I couldn't wait, you know, to watch the game and, and to see the two, you know, a real game, real yep. life, uh, starting the season off and, and two Western opponents, you know. And I thought Vernon did a real nice job. Uh, you know, the ball seemed to be coming out of his hand pretty well. Uh, when they gave him the contour and he got to see where they were, the ball was out and he got the ball right where it was supposed to be and he got the ball up in man coverage pretty good. So he looked pretty sharp, you know, and uh, their receiving core looked very tough. And uh, it was just a typical tough CFL football game. And you're playing BC next week, so you're obviously mm-hmm. taking note of what you're seeing <laughs> there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what are you telling fans uh, right now, Coach? Uh, I mean, obviously it's been a, a tough go over the past couple of years, and you know it feels like there's a bit of a different vibe around the team this year, and things building back. But you know, those listening this morning think, "Hey, I'm not sure if I'm going to come down to to the game or not," or eh, "I'm not sure what the team's going to do this year." What do you What do you say to them? Well, I mean, you know, you can you can understand. You know, uh, again, I come from a town that 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 little small town down on the alabama tennessee line and and they're not used to ever losing and and uh, you lose one football game in there that way you know so i mean it's uh and, and we get it you know our job is to go out and play winning football not just play football play winning football and 
our, all of our efforts uh, from the off season until now, that, that's what we've done. We've tried to, every decision that we make is to try to win a great cup. And uh, so again, that's why you play the games. You go out and you know see how we measure up to everybody else. And we feel good about our roster. We feel we feel that like we've got answers uh, on our roster for the first injury, and then on our PR for the second injury. Awesome. So we look forward to it. Good stuff. All right, Les is on the line. He wants a chance to win that four-pack of tickets to come to the game on Sunday. The swag bag. Good morning, Les. How you doing? Just fine. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not in a bad area. <laughs> nope. You sound nope. good. You sound really good. We got the coach here too. Like we said, as long as you give it a good effort, we'll let the coach judge whether you give this <laughs> a good effort. Okay. So I don't know. Did you hear any of the previous ones this morning? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, then we should probably let you hear an actual elk call so you can try and recognize what you need to replicate, okay? So let's, let's run the actual elk call, a real live elk. <laughs> Ferocious, eh, Chris? <laughs> Is that the first time you heard that, Coach? <laughs> Never have heard that. <laughs> All right, Les. I don't know where you're at or if anybody's watching you, but suck it up, my friend, and let's give her. I'm on the highway. I pulled over. (laughs) Thank goodness. Good. All right. Give it your best. That's like a cross between an elk and an angry bird, but I'll take it. (laughs) What do you think, Coach? I thought it was a good effort. Well, I, I don't, I don't have a tube or a horn. I just yeah. can't uh, get any wow. volume. <laughs> no, but you, you had a certain element of quality. Coach says you made it a good effort, so that's you get a participation ribbon and a four pack of tickets and a swag bag. Stay on the line, Les. Sarah's going to get all your information. Oh, well, Deadly, thank you. Oh, uh, Les, thanks so much. We have more uh, prizes awesome. uh, as we continue on throughout the morning. One more question for you, Coach Forks. I know you've got to get going here. We also know that it's a Canadian Armed Forces Appreciation Night on uh, on, sun- on Sunday afternoon as well. What are those games like for you? I know you're you're focused on it, but yeah. what is it like to be able to play- pay tribute to the men and women in uniform? Well, there's there's no doubt. I mean, if you don't have those those folks that are protecting your country, uh, you know, and I'm from the states. I mean, but it's the same thing. I mean, if you don't have those people that are doing their job then then we lose our security so anytime that we can go out and uh and pay respect to them it's uh, it's a good thing what are the flybys like from the sidelines <laughs> oh it's it's outstanding i mean it's uh you know sometimes they sneak up on you because they don't <laughs> tell you that a plane's fixing to fly you know it seems like 10 feet from you know so but uh but no it's uh it's pretty exciting when they come well coach i don't know if you know but this is honorary colonel Jalen nye mm. 408 helicopter squadron wow. it's your guys are flying my through, guys right? are flying over on a sunday night for Isn't you that something? yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's so, outstanding yeah. but uh yeah they'll be thrilled to be here so uh but thank you for joining us this morning it's been fantastic to take some time uh and chat with you and i know you've got probably about five more hours of film to watch here so thank you so much good to see y'all thanks chris thanks for having you appreciate it canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime history and the paranormal since 2017 the award-winning dark poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond delivering chilling tales from a uniquely canadian perspective hosted by mike brown and matthew stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every monday dark poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of canada 
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.